when it comes to realizing that you're not going to get everything done, then you, the most important thing to do is realize what are the things that only I can do. Right. The things that make you the most money and the things that have to be done by you. So investing in relationships with your spouse, your kids, and those most important to you have to be done. There's probably some work activities or business functions that you're specially trained in or that need to be done by you or they need your personal touch. But um, unless it creates leverage or that you enjoy it, Mm -hmm. then you want to delegate, delete, and draft everything else. Welcome to the Uncommon Freedom Show. Our purpose is to equip and inspire you to reach potential, maximize your impact, and live a great life while you make the world a better place. I'm Kevin. And I'm Becca. We're your hosts. This fifth episode of our LaunchWell series is a big one. We're talking about how and why to become the best version of yourself. It's time to maximize your potential. Hey, Becca, how you doing? Great, babe. How are you? Good. It's a uh, casual Monday sure as we is. record this, but actually, uh, this is actually the outfit that I wore for about a year, year and a half uh, when I was getting weekly treatment, uh, something called neurofeedback. Hmm. So uh, I will have uh, my friend Dan, who I'm getting ready to talk about, I'm going to have him on a show so he can talk about brain health to people. Oh, that's so good. But uh we we discovered through reading some books and connections that uh, unknown traumatic brain injury or concussions can actually cause a host of issues. Uh, for me, one of the symptoms was highly disrupted sleep mm-hmm. and uh, unexplained anger. Yeah, and the short temper with the kids. Exactly. Really yeah, changing. it really came out of nowhere. Yeah, and uh, the the book "How to Change or Change Your Brain, Change Your Life" by Daniel Amen. Yes, uh, I was reading it, and that was kind of what started me on this journey of realizing, oh my gosh, I had a concussion that we'll talk about uh, at some point. Oh, that's a story. It will that. be outlined, I believe, in my book okay. "Uncommon Freedom" that's coming out later this year. Super excited about it. Yeah, way to go. But. Uh, we found a clinic here in Phoenix or in the Phoenix area when we moved here. Uh, and myself and one of our children got pretty regular treatment for neurofeedback. And uh, we were going during the day, during the school year, uh, because I hate crowds, I hate traffic. Phoenix has a ton of traffic. And so we were, uh, Dan and Pam Williams, who we're talking about here, we were one of their very few patients mm-hmm. that showed up in the middle of the day. And I remember when we met them for the first time, just to kind of have an initial consultation, super impressed by both of them, um, right. young looking, healthy, highly successful people. Just, they, they came across as, wow, these are the kind of people that you want to hang out with. Right. Uh, they seem to have it all put together, uh, yeah. very healthy, uh, just it appeared like their uh, their business was doing well. They founded their clinic. And as we got to know them, they did uh, lots of exotic travels. They loved to scuba dive. Right. Uh, and, and they seemed to have it all. But over the course of my treatments, and once again, me showing up like this, Dan, um, he was probably one of the many people throughout the course of our life over the last maybe eight years that maybe thought I was a drug dealer. But he figured out I was not. No, uh, he knew that I wasn't. But uh, eventually, they are a, a couple that, when you think about people who seem to have it all, but chose to go 
in not necessarily a different direction, but a direction that complemented what they were already doing, but right. just kind of took it to that next level. Uh, that would absolutely be Dan and Pam. Uh, they left a legacy by selling their clinic to uh, one of their employees who was able, able to carry on their mission. Mm-hmm. But as we got to know them, what they were doing came with a lot of uh, anchors, yeah, like many jobs. And, and for many people who think that becoming self-employed is the answer to your scheduling issues, uh, quite possibly it could be a bigger cause of scheduling issues because for Dan and Pam, the ability to travel when they wanted uh, you know, unlike us, they did not have children. Basically, the kids that they treated and, right. and the adults like myself were their children. Um, but a lot of work went into preparing for them to be able to be gone from their J-O-B or their B-I-Z, their business, yeah. uh, when they traveled. And they found something, a business that would allow them to help people that they knew who wanted the health that Dan and Pam had. And they moved into a career field that empowered them to mentor and train friends to create businesses of their own. The reality is what they had was unattainable. You had to highly specialized, a lot of money with you know commercial and leases and things like that, equipment. Uh, and it just wasn't something that translated to the average population. So, and it wasn't scalable for them. You know, really, they had a location here that was a blessing for us, but they couldn't help people. I don't think, or in the same way, from different parts of the country, unless someone traveled in. So, correct. It really limited their impact, even though they were doing something really powerful and important here in this area. Yeah, yeah. So it's been awesome to watch them partner with us in business and. Uh, for them to really go from, they were doing great and I'm incredibly grateful for- We're glad they fixed your brain. Exactly. Or at least they got me headed in the right direction. Yeah, they tried. Exactly. So yeah, we just want to encourage all of you to be thinking about, you might be doing good or even great, but can you take it to that next level? So that's what we're going to talk about today when it comes to three keys to maximizing your potential. Yeah, I'm excited about this. So are you ready to make the transition from surviving to thriving, from good to great? That's what maximizing your potential is all about. So let's talk about what this looks like on a daily basis, because this is something that you really have to contend for. Uh, There's some days where you're going to knock it out of the park. Uh, There's going to be some days probably where you take a few steps backwards. But the goal is every single day uh, to be contending. Uh, Let's start by talking about that to-do list. Oh my gosh. First realizing you never get everything done, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. have read lots of books on productivity and I suppose the one comforting thing is that the most productive people and the experts in the field will tell you, you're never going to get everything done. And it seems like we're getting better at realizing that it's not so much what we need to do and there will always be a to-do list, but which things should we not be doing? Like that has been a huge freedom point for us is to be saying to ourselves on a regular basis, should I not be doing this? Correct. And if I shouldn't, why? You know, it's not productive. I don't enjoy it. Um, someone else can do it better. Um, but when you start asking yourselves those questions, you become a multiplier of time, which is really powerful when you want to get a lot of things done and you want to increase your impact. So. Yeah, because once you come to grips with the reality that you can set about to do the things that have the greatest impact in your life, uh, then relationships, business, and the world around you uh, will be enhanced by the fact that you're focusing on the highest, we call them high leverage activities. Right. Uh, the things that will have the biggest impact. Uh, we, we talk about the fact that 
human nature, and it's important to find a balance of this. Human nature is we like the dopamine hit that we get when we check something off our paper list or our electronic app list, whatever we have. Uh, it, it's good to get some simple wins, right. but human nature also is we tend to focus on the uh, the urgent yet not important things, right. and the most important things get put on the back burner. And I think we've asked ourselves the questions, you know, how far into the future is something going to matter? And so that's helped us kind of start to go through uh, the different tasks we have at running a household and and how we've been able to move into that next thing we're going to talk about, but it's really saying to ourselves, you know, in three years, in five years, because now time is moving and fast forward for all of you parents out there. When they're little, it moves really slowly. Um, you know, when you're doing diapers and you're doing potty training and you're kind of in those early school years, I think once you hit high school, especially time seems to fast forward. And all of a sudden you're saying, oh my goodness, we have three more Christmas breaks. We have three more summer breaks. We have three more of this or that until this person moves on to their next phase of life where we're going to see them less often. And, um, and so we started to think about what's going to really matter in the next three to five years or even 10 years down the road. And um, when you ask yourself those questions and all of a sudden certain things in your life that you've been spending time on probably are not your things. Um, and for some of you, you're not ready to move to the next step yet where we're going to talk about delegating them, but you could take baby steps, which is what we did. We baby stepped our way into more time freedom by, you know, passing along things that we didn't want to do. So you want to talk about the D's? Absolutely. We call this double, double D and this is not an ad for Victoria's Secret. Sexual pun intended. Correct. Uh, but the double, double D stands for do delegate, delete and draft. We talk about this frequently. Uh, but when it comes to realizing that you're not going to get everything done, then you, the most important thing to do is realize what are the things that only I can do, right? The things that make you the most money and the things that have to be done by you. So investing in relationships with your spouse, your kids, and those most important to you have to be done. There's probably some work activities or business functions that you're specially trained in or that need to be done by you, or they need your personal touch. But um, if, unless it creates leverage or that you enjoy it, mm-hmm. then you want to delegate, delete, and draft everything else. Yep. And just to clarify, for those of you that haven't heard the draft part before, it's it's finding someone else doing something similar where you can come alongside them and do it with them or do it behind them, so to speak. So in our business model, for, for an example, you know, we might do some trainings together or things like that where we don't have to be the ones to create all of the content all of the time. Um, So there might be some areas in your life where, or carpooling your kids around, you know, that would be a way to sort of draft with other parents. Um, If the quality of the conversation in the car isn't the highest leverage for you at this season of, you know, parenting, it's, it's, you know, drafting with other people and asking to share that load so that you can be more efficient with your time. Yep. Uh, You want to talk about one of our favorite John Maxwell quotes? Yes. Oh my goodness. So, uh, you know, really where we formed a lot of our thoughts behind what we talk about on the Beck and Kev brand is really um, people can choose to lead their life or they can choose to just accept their life. And that's a modification of John's quote. But the other one that we love is it's not how fast you get there. It's how far you choose to go. So we should really care about maximizing our impact because that is how we go further, accomplish more and have a bigger impact in everything we do. See, retirement and living a comfortable life without continuing to make an impact is not really an option. I mean, in the scripture, it doesn't really talk about uh, retirement. And so I think that's one of the things that we kind of have to reconcile. We're not there yet. We're young, although we could choose to retire 
per se from the job that we do, but it's really about saying to ourselves, we, we get one life and we get one chance for impact. So are we going to steward that and use it well, or are we going to do work really hard in something that we may or may not enjoy? And then when we get to the end of the road, you know, say we're at the finish line and then kick back for the last season of our life. Yeah. The modern American dream mentality is basically work your butt off to get to retirement as quickly as you can and then do nothing. Uh, But what we know is we are created for purpose. Uh, People who retire and don't have a purpose bigger than themselves, if they just live selfishly, they tend to live a short and miserable retirement. And so making that shift from, you know, how fast do we get there to how far can I go? Now, does it mean you're going to maintain the same pace and workload in retirement? No. Uh, But are you going to continue? Can you further your mission? Can you continue to have that impact uh, beyond when you technically retire and you start drawing a potential, uh, a pension or start living off of uh, investments. Yeah. And I think, you know, that looks different for every person. So here are hearts. We're not here to judge people who are in retirement and enjoying some golf and things like that, but it's just a really a challenge to all of us. How can we each look at the one life we've been given and realize whatever season we're in, especially if you've moved past a formal working season and say, you know, where can you make investments? Maybe it's with kids and grandkids. I know that's where I see our parents really investing is, you know, how do they speak into our kids and invest time in relationships with them and helping and supporting us in different areas. Um, Many people choose to mentor or be part of, you know, mentorship or marriage, marriage enhancement types of things. Um, How do they speak into the next generation? And then the other thing is to make sure you find your tribe at whatever stage of life you're in. And so part of that retirement season is making sure not that just you're kicking back, but that you are still doing life with people that um, just have a lot more to give in the world. And I think that will raise the standard of your heart to serve as well. Yeah. And we talk about this all the time, but one of my favorite portions of scripture comes from Matthew 25. It's uh, the parable of the talents. Mm. And it's really where this concept of maximizing potential comes from. You know, we believe the scripture is very clear that we are expected to steward everything we have, relationships, finances, time, health, skills, and talents. Everything we have, we're supposed to steward. And in this parable, uh, the master gives different amounts to each of us. And maybe some of us, this is our starting point in life. Uh, but for the person who buries and does not continue to maximize their potential, the master says, like, shame on you. You've, you've done a horrible job. And what they had was given to those who did reinvest. And the other thing is for in this story, there's, um, what is it? One, five, uh, and 10. Uh, two. So it was one, two, and five. Oh. So, but way off. what they don't say is good job, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's good job. Here's what you've now take what you've reinvested and go do more. Right. And what we've seen is that that it this is kind of why the rich get richer, uh, is that they understand that you never stop investing. And some people don't have an eternal mindset when they do this. But what we've seen is that the decision, we see this with our kids all the time. We tell them, right, if you want us to trust you with something big like a car, right. you need to show us that you're going to steward something small like a curfew right. well. Right. And so many of us think, you know, we're wondering why can't we have that big opportunity? Well, it's because many times we're not stewarding that small opportunity well. So I would encourage everyone, go back 
read this parable and just think about, you know, what are some areas of your life that you are investing and stewarding well? And what are some areas in your life that maybe you've buried it? Um, I think Mm. for many parents, probably the biggest temptation is to bury the time that we have with our kids thinking I'll spend more time when they're a teenager. Um, Last night we were sitting in the car after our small group, picking up our oldest son uh, who is working his second real job. And uh, you know, it was, it was a little bit bittersweet. We're like, you know, kind of proud of him seeing him, you know, came out to deliver some food to someone who was waiting in the parking lot. And you're like, he looks so cute. Yeah. Um, and he it wouldn't was, like it if I said you look cute, but no, he is he's really cute. Tell him, but, uh, in a good teenage way. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and proud of him and, and, yeah. uh, but realizing, man, we don't have a whole lot of time Years left. Ago, oh my gosh. You're going to get me crying. <laughs> we All have right. a fun announcement. So let's, let's make that announcement. Yeah, so, otherwise uh, I'm going to be sobbing like a baby over real here. Real quick. We talked about John Maxwell. Yeah. Um, we are participating with our good friends, Doug and Tia Wood, uh, coming up in early March, uh, the, I believe it's 9th, 10th and 11th. Yep. It's called Level Up Conference. And we will put the registration link in the show notes. Um, this was something that we designed intended for our coaching business partners. Uh, but what we have learned is our coaching philosophy is really make better people. You make better coaches. Right. And so even though we're going to talk about some business specific things, what we've seen evolve over the last few years is that the more we focus on the whole person, uh, the better off we all are. Like you can't just be a good coach and a rotten person. And so we have, uh, through some incredible connections, uh, we actually have, uh, the one and only John Maxwell coming this weekend. And we're going to have several hours with him. So the cost of this event is, uh, is, about $300. I think it's two ninety nine. dollars mm-hmm. But we have been to several events where John Maxwell spoke live. And for all of those events, we spelled, spent thousands of dollars to be able to go. Right. Um, so you're going to get a ton of stuff. We have um, Havila Cunnington. Yeah, we have just, there's going to be, we're going to be talking about basically everything you need to thrive in life. Yeah. And and so really, if, if you're a growth-minded person even and you're not in business with us, you're not going to feel out of place um, for the majority of the weekend. Um, you're going to be welcomed, uh, but there's a tremendous opportunity to get some incredible growth uh, material at this event. So uh, check out the registration link, contact us if you have questions, but really it's about leveling up in our um, you know health and finances and relationships and who doesn't want to work on all those areas together. And we have so many people that will be speaking life into that audience. And we're really, really excited for this event. But uh, the reality is just having the opportunity to see John Maxwell alone yeah. is well John worth John and Havila it. are yeah. going to be incredible. Awesome. All right. So uh, the three keys to maximizing your potential are identify what pursuits will have the longest lasting mm. and widest impact. Identify your strengths and develop those to increase your productivity instead of overemphasizing your weaknesses. Now, we want to be well-rounded. We've talked about that as far as like the different dimensions and the wheel of life. Um, But if you hate math, this is where do delegate delete comes into play and you run a business, you, you have to have a basic understanding of the numbers, but delegate that to an accountant or a bookkeeper. Um, don't spend time. We can make more improvements and increase our leverage by focusing on the things that we're good at and we're passionate about than we can by forcing ourselves to do things that we don't like. Now, some things are non-negotiable health, like, um, but 
find things that you do enjoy. And this is where we talk about, you've got to have that well-rounded life and personality, but you can make more gains by focusing on the things that you're really good at. And then develop habits that will harness the power of the compound effect. So I think, uh, you know, the New Year's were, were at the end of January. We know, I think statistically, like 80 to 90% at this point of the people who made New Year's resolutions have failed. They've given up. And, and so habits that will harness the power of the compound effect instead of deciding, you know what, I'm going to go and become a two hour a day, you know, high intensity, crazy exerciser. And you were doing almost no exercise last year. So, you know what, I'm going to exercise for 15 minutes a day for January and maybe increase Mm. that or something like that. But sustainable habits that you can build on long-term are much better than a wave of habits that's not sustainable. I love that. And so um, as we kind of get ready to recap, I was going through a devotional that I worked through and one of the sections is titled Your Born Identity. And he talks about, or she talks about the scripture, Ephesians 1.18, which says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. And in this devotional, it says, God neither consults your past nor your resume when he maps out your future. And so, so many times, you guys, we limit our potential and our impact because we believe lies about ourselves that are not true. And it's our job to believe what God says about us. And so that gets me excited. It's still a a daily struggle, I think, to die to my own thoughts. But we have the chance for maximizing our impact and God created us for impact. And so if you're playing too small, we challenge you, get around the right people, listen to the right things, read the right books and realize that you need to start talking to yourself the way that God talks about you. So let's recap kind of what we talked about today. So um, a couple of things we covered is you will never get everything done. So pick one to three high leverage actions per day. And remember high leverage are things that are gonna be the most important to impacting your family or your business or your faith. Uh, Second thing, go as far as you can today and then go further tomorrow. Kind of like that power of the one more. I think that's an Ed Milet book that has been really good because it's like, if you can do 12, why would you not do 13? Um, Kind of practicing that um, microdosing adversity that we've talked about before. And number three, stewardship is everything and is the foundation for the compound effect. And so when we start to look through the lens of the life we've been given is a stewardship principle and the parable of the talents, it starts to change how we view the time and the capacity that we have to work within our, our lifespan. Awesome. And be sure to check out our show notes for the link to the Level Up Conference. Yeah. Uh, if you live in the Phoenix area, it'll be convenient. You're welcome to fly in and a great opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Uncommon Freedom Show. We believe freedom isn't man's invention. It was created by God. You can connect with us at beckandkev.com for more resources to learn biblical principles, essential disciplines, and winning habits that help once average people lead the life they want instead of accepting the life they were given.